0: I'm Mary O'Driscoll and welcome to the podcast series, Climate Emerge Gen Z. I'll be looking at the challenges posed to the climate movement here in Edinburgh and around the world. I'm here to learn about and discuss the most important issues we face as we transition to a more sustainable society. So, as we recorded this, it was the week that the COP26 would have been taking place in Glasgow if it weren't for COVID-19. Instead of the COP26, this week became a Week of Action, organised by the COP26 Coalition, which is a group of climate organisations, trade unions, community and faith groups who want to tackle the climate emergency. Now, I've learned that in the climate world, it's very easy to get caught up in anagrams. So, a brief explanation to listeners if anyone is already like, what is COP? So, the COP26 is the 26th United Nations Climate Change Conference, and the COP stands for Conference of the Parties, if anyone is wondering. So, the week of action, what was it? It started on the 4th of November this year, and it ended on the 11th people all over Scotland lobbied their MSPs for a just and green recovery. This was all online, so people were pretty much just filling their MSPs' inboxes with requests for video meetings to discuss the importance of investing in renewable energies. This type of demand alone would make it simply a green recovery. However, we want a just recovery as well. So, a just recovery could mean many things. It would mean ensuring that fossil fuel workers are assisted in transitioning from their current industries to renewables. This support might come as financial assistance as they retrain. However, as we look at the specifics of what a just and green recovery means, we need to consider all the ways that our society is unjust. Without broad-stroking the situation, there are many marginalised groups in our society that need things to improve rapidly. This includes ethnic minorities, the LGBTQIA community, those on low incomes and people with chronic illnesses and disabilities. Although the week of action is over, it is crucial that we continue the conversation of a just and green recovery. So my guest today is a friend of mine called Emily Simmons, and we grew up together. We didn't actually meet on the first day of secondary school but we met on the little secondary practice day you have when you're still in primary school. Um, And we were friends for the whole of school, and then we went to the same uni, so it was a friendship that was meant to be. She is a person who was diagnosed with a chronic illness when she was seven, and who has experienced ableism since she was very young. Earlier this year, she created a website called Double, which is an online platform about living with disabilities and chronic illnesses. Hi Emily, how are you today? Having me. How oh, are you're, you? You're, uh, yeah, I'm. I'm good, thank you. And you're very welcome. It's nice to chat about this with you. Yes. Um, we chat about these kind of things sometimes anyway. Um, but it's cool to do it in a more focused session. Yeah. So yeah, could you tell us a bit about Double? Uh yeah sure.
1: Um, <laughs> so, like you said, yeah, I started it in May this year. Mm-hmm. Um. Lockdown, like, finally gave me the chance to do it. Yeah. And it's a, yeah, platform dedicated to sharing the stories of disabled and chronically ill people. So we publish disabled writers and disabled artists' work aiming to kind of increase visibility and of both disability and ableism. Mm -hmm. Um, We also are trying to build a community because I think a lot of disabled people it's you know hard to find each other out there in the world um and yeah I think our general aim is like to focus on joy and creativity and make disability an easier thing to talk about yeah it's quite often forgotten in like an able-bodied world
0: very true um yeah that's no (laughs) that's amazing I feel like that's a really good thing about the internet that you're able to do that I'm just thinking like imagine obviously loads of people have lived with disabilities and not had that online community, like so many marginalized groups, have found community on Instagram. So that's really good that you're making that more of a thing through your website and Instagram yeah. and Facebook yeah, and I, all of that. That's it's really cool.
1: And it's... I think, um, sorry, oh, no, 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 you're... <laughs> like because the way um we're all like connecting more online because mm-hmm. of the lockdowns and everything. I think like true. that's been the norm for disabled people for a really long time. That's Cause true. so many of us are just stuck in our homes a lot of the time.
0: Yeah. Do you feel like that's maybe covid has actually given some people the opportunity to empathize with people who have um, to stay home a bit more? I think often.
1: we all hoped for that at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> and um oh. I think people's like exhaustion with the lockdowns has mm-hmm. proved otherwise because obviously it's not and not an easy thing to be stuck at home all the time. Um I think I think for some people it has.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would have hoped that lots of people would have been able to empathise better after that yeah. but yeah um okay so my second question for you is what do you think or feel when you hear the words climate change okay um <laughs> by the way I'm I have notes because I can't no that's totally fine. spot so no, um, neither can I that's fine I also have notes so it's I cool wrote- I wrote two words <laughs> the,
1: first, <laughs> the first one is um fear oh, <laughs> which yeah. I think we all obviously feel like yeah when climate change is spoken about there's yeah. a lot of like big scary facts mm. thrown around true like how mm. many years left we have to stop like the irreversible damage um, yeah and like that like doom and things gloom. might just crumble in our lifetimes mm. which is obviously terrifying and horrible it is yeah and the second word I wrote down <laughs> is exclusion. Okay. Um, because yeah. of obviously the topic we're talking I... about today, I think the climate movement is mm-hmm. often very like white middle class. Yeah. able-bodied, not as intersectional as it needs to be.
0: Yeah, that's a huge problem in the climate movement and that's definitely something because also the people who are most likely to be negatively affected by the impacts of climate change are going to be the marginalized groups and if they're not if they're not represented as people are tackling climate change it's less likely to the the new policies that we implement and whatever they're less likely to include them and yes. work to the benefit of them
1: yeah exactly
0: so yeah that's okay that's that's really interesting <laughs> so i think fear is very standard i think lots of people feel that way now i don't know because then I feel like a lot of people are still they're hopeful that there's going to be like green tech solutions that will yeah. come along. And obviously, sorry. No, I was just gonna say um, my if I had a third one, it would have probably been hopeful. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. I guess yeah, fear is the the predominant one, I suppose. Yeah, we can be hopeful for for solutions, and there obviously are already loads of different ways to ignite a change in our society already like we've got renewable energy sources and lots of places are working towards that scotland's really good for working towards using renewable energy more but obviously we are under a bit of time pressure with it because you don't have we don't have forever and yeah i guess the time the kind of ticking time bomb that a lot of climate organizations emphasize and with good reason it stresses people out and then if people are stressed a lot of the time that can actually lead to kind of hopelessness or helplessness and people just feeling so overwhelmed by how negative it is it's really hard to just think straight enough about it to be coming up with practical solutions which is what we actually need so I feel like it's hard to work out what's an appropriate amount of like like scary language to be using because you want to get the point across but then you don't want to just make people feel like it's never gonna it just can't be solved. We're all going to be climate refugees yeah. or something exactly. like that.
1: You have to balance like yeah. honesty and facts with um, exactly giving people a reason to try. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, that's it. And then your second word, exclusion. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm really sad right. that that's the word that you've associated with it, but it completely makes sense from like, your perspective. So could you elaborate on that? How do you think? I guess we could work on that. Okay.
1: Yeah, sure. I guess yeah within the climate movement like mm. the biggest issue disabled people often come across is like the just the conversation surrounding like single-use plastic yeah <laughs> there's very rarely like a discussion of like the nuances and like the fact that disabled people need single-use plastics a lot of the
0: time Yeah,
1: true. Um, and shouldn't be experiencing criticism for that yeah. so for example like the straw yeah. That, and just like, the whole that conversation be- about straws. <laughs>
0: yeah. That became like such a big thing. I would rather there were less like mm. plastic straws polluting, but that's like. I feel like there can be, I think a big thing that the climate movement generally is guilty of is feeling like heroes, you know, like (laughs) I have a bamboo straw, or I have a a nice metal straw that I'm going to have for my whole life. And And um, I understand
1: that because it's also like probably feeling, you want to
0: feel a sense of control. Exactly. In like individual actions. I mean, people have very mixed views on it, but in my opinion, individual action is important and yeah it can make a difference like when lots of people are working towards it and I definitely seek comfort in it from like the perspective of just having having that control and like feeling better about myself and yeah. whatever but if because there is so much emphasis on individual action it's it's not going to make as big a difference as it could if it's like fossil fuel companies are still just thriving or yeah. there has to be the real people that need to be changing their behavior are the the people right at the top of yeah of the food chain of the um fossil fuel industry like that's probably Mm -hmm. like the biggest thing that could completely change our our world and then realistically when those kind of issues are being combated then that's when I guess it's easier to think about solutions on a small scale and to worry about the smaller impact of yeah like straw use or
1: it's a balance.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, like, there's no point, like, getting... Well, having a go at someone who needs single-use plastic for whatever. I mean, even if you think about how much medication, you know, that comes in plastic, mm. I don't know, like, if you need to... Yeah,
1: medical... I mean, obviously, med- the pandemic yeah, medical right now, and disposable yeah. masks yeah. <laughs> is a big exactly. thing on people's minds. And I just think... Mm. I, I was at work one day wearing one, mm. and, and a man came in, I mm. was on a re- reception as as a receptionist yeah. and a man came in and criticized me mm. for wearing a disposable mask because of the environment. And I was oh there, a like moderate to high risk person with COVID, Yeah, behavior. just like he oh wasn't wearing a mask. He, he didn't have one with him to wear. What? Um, he, <laughs> no. He, what? He, he could... didn't have a reusable one with him. So oh. he just put my life at risk while criticizing me what? for wearing a disposable mask.
0: And that... I think that's
1: the epitome oh, of like god. the issue when it comes
0: to that is it yeah oh my god movement. that is awful I mean I like to think that that person <laughs> isn't actually part of the climate movement but also why did he bring it up like what yeah. that's really infuriating also yeah. the fact that he didn't have a mask it's like yeah. what Ah, oh, that's really really upsetting actually it damn sorry that, that happened to you yeah that's...
1: Oh, it's okay he also showed some other signs of sexism and other issues oh, that day. So
0: Oh god. We just we
1: don't like this man.
0: Random no, okay. Man. Oh yeah. Random bad wannabe oh climate god, activist. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. That's really oh, that's upsetting. So that's that has been a big conversation actually, hasn't it? And I think it's
1: like of course seeing a disposable mask on the side of the street that you know is gonna end up <laughs> Yeah. Somewhere it shouldn't is not nice. Yeah. But I think it's like it's balancing trying to use reusable masks with also understanding that some people might want the extra
0: protection exactly um, medical one exactly and also it's kind of not really their business I don't know it's like no it's not (laughs) yeah for instance like you don't know what you don't know what people's medical situations are and even there's You know, there's been times when I've seen people not wearing masks, and I'm like, Mm. you know, they've included that in the rules. Like, people are allowed to not wear masks if they're about in England. Yeah, if they have a reason. If they're like pregnant, or if they have a reason not to. And like, I think you just have to trust. Like, you can't really just push yourself into someone's business there, and you just have to trust that they're doing that because they have a reason to. And it's also this isn't this is a very extreme time, and this isn't because in the midst of a pandemic you're wearing a disposable mask like that's not regular life and in your regular life you could be doing other things to try and um like work on climate change but this is it is a an extreme situation and it is a case of life life and death immediately and i know yeah (laughs) yeah. and i know that climate change is also a life and death situation and it is far more immediate than a lot of politicians or heads of companies and yeah. whatever <laughs> like to make out. But it's also, it's not quite the same as a, a global pandemic
1: yeah, that's a happening literally that, yeah.
0: right now. Yeah, a virus. Exactly. Um, yeah. That's someone, I suppose, who considers themselves a climate activist, climate activist or at least yeah. involved yeah. in the climate movement. That's really... Yeah. Oh, but I think it's
1: that's just like it's another iteration is that the word of like the same thing with single-use plastics that's been happening forever though like yeah with, um, with straws with like mm. uh, prepared food that comes yeah. in plastic packaging True. which is like literally made for disabled people it's not just made
0: for like lazy people yeah are you thinking <laughs> I'm thinking of that image that went viral and it was like a it was a pre-peeled orange
1: I saw uh, yeah, that. I think
0: so. And that was like all over Facebook a while ago. I don't know, like maybe like five years ago or something. And obviously, if you're able to peel an orange, peel an if orange. you're able to, yeah. But it's I like mean, no one, you yeah.
1: know, people aren't so lazy that they don't peel an orange because they can't be bothered to peel. There are there are many very real reasons someone needs a, like pre-prepped yeah. food.
0: And also, I think it's easy to point out products like that, but then if you think about how many people who are part of the climate movement but still would get a ready meal from Tesco's once in yeah. a while or like whatever plastic that's involved in in the products that they use um yeah. obviously there are some people that are quite strict with it but this is all this is all individual action that we're talking about and realistically it's like small scale action does make a, a difference but it's not everything that's why the justin green recovery feels so important at the moment because it's like it is pushing to make changes higher up because i think people in scotland are recognizing if you're doing things small scale it's very important but politicians need to be working harder yeah rather than like Villainizing a young woman working, yeah, just a disabled person working <laughs> yeah. during the pandemic, you know, or yeah. any time well, yeah. that only ostracizes people from society more if they're exactly. criticized for being and a it disabled. And ma- it doesn't make
1: anyone want to join a movement that is true. so
0: harsh to them. And Very like, true
1: does I consider their needs like mm. it's like it's a big like it, one I think in England it's 20% of the population is, has a disability really and that's a big wow. proportion of people you kind of need on board with the yeah movement.
0: that's a huge proportion
1: and who want to be on board with it and want to do everything they yeah. can but you know I think but we, you don't want to
0: enter into something when you feel villainized or yeah criticized
1: no, I was just going to add a much like darker form of ableism that's in the climate movement, which I don't think is as at all, at all as prevalent, mm-hmm. um, and it's not something I come across often. But it, it definitely happened at the start of the pandemic as well. Mm-hmm. This idea that like of like eco fascism almost, yeah, <laughs> of like healing the earth, oh,
0: which yeah. can be
1: at the expense of like all minorities, really, like
0: poor people, True. disabled people, um, yeah. people of color. So uh, yeah ecofascism like my, <laughs> my i mean yeah it's yeah it's rough um <laughs> my harsh. understanding of of ecofascism is the idea that people are kind of in themselves a virus and bad for the planet and so they yeah. need to yeah and i guess yeah. you're right in that a lot of that ends up being privileged people blaming Um, people who have maybe a privileged family that have like two kids or something or one kid blaming like highly populated areas or people who often I think a lot of blame is sometimes placed on the global south yes Yes. and often they don't have access to planned parenthood facilities in the same way that we do um I mean obviously I think there are a lot of people in the climate movement who are completely aware that most of the ecological destruction that's happened has been because of the, you know, countries like the States and the UK and imperialism. The wealthy countries, yeah. So it's just making sure that that knowledge is widespread and so much really a lot comes down to what we're educated on in terms of our country's own history as well because I feel like in school we don't get much education on like the... The empire and what brit especially in britain yeah. how we negatively impacted and still continue to negatively impact um poorer countries or yeah global south so yeah. i don't know yeah it's education i feel like education is the answer to like most of these problems definitely just
1: and just re- yeah just like anything like considering yeah the nuances i think i already said but like mm. everyone has different needs and abilities and like veganism is like another big mm-hmm. <laughs> big um thing that is super important for the climate for to change true. to stop climate change we all yeah. need to eat less meat mm-hmm. but not everyone can be vegan yeah for health reasons and I think yeah like the push for veganism especially can be very like guilt mm-hmm. that's true <laughs> um, and I know I felt awful in the past for like attempting it but like I, I, I remember going to dinner at yours once for a vegan mm. like dinner party, and then oh, had yes. chickpeas. Oh my god! <laughs> and at two two a.m. in the middle oh. of the night, I woke up in
0: so much pain. Oh my
1: god! Yeah, and I, I was like, I that. really can't be vegan. <laughs> oh. Oh. I forgot about that. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> don't be sorry. <laughs> it tasted great, but it's yeah. like silly things—not silly things like
0: that—that that just mean like mm-hmm. not everyone can actually be vegan. That's very true, and also going back to the climate, martyring yourself or like saying you're yeah. you're a hero kind of thing as well. A lot of people become vegan for different reasons, but a lot of vegans, you know, they end up. I am not arguing against vegans, <laughs> veganism at <after> all. <laughs> I, I I love vegans. Um, no, <laughs> But um, sometimes it's like, okay, say I watched that David Attenborough. Um, documentary that was on bbc but anyway it said like the five products that caused the most rainforest destruction and one of them was beef one of them was soy and one of them was um cocoa and I was like oh "Oh my god chocolate though and so (laughs) I like made this pact with my parents because my parents are like big meat eaters like dad used to be a butcher as you know but other people don't well they're not big I feel like they'd be quite offended by me saying that because they think then anyway I might cut that out (laughs) but we made a pact and it really didn't last long where I would give up like cocoa so chocolate if they gave up beef and I crumbled first I just I just love it I could never give up chocolate I know but it's I couldn't believe that that was one of the five main sources yeah. of rainforest destruction um yeah so I don't
1: know no it's just proof again just that like confess. there's really only like only so much you can do with individual action like even being vegan like there's mm. never enough you're never going to feel like you're doing
0: enough exactly some, like lifestyle oh, yes. changes really yeah no the thing that I was actually going to say was there's lots of products that you don't People are like, yes, it's a good vegan food because obviously it is, eg, like avocados or soy yeah. or whatever. And then you don't know Sorting local. At least for me, I think sourcing local is probably the best thing you could yeah, do. I think so too. Um, so even if also yeah, yeah. sorry. Sorry,
1: no, it's, it's th- like also with like in terms of just being generally ethical with the with food is. Mm it's so hard yeah <laughs> like, just in terms of like human it ethics like true. to find food that's been sourced well That's I think buying local
0: yeah if you can afford it is exactly really, like, the best thing that's the thing because all of this actually is is just it's very middle class it's very yes. middle class luxury to be in a position where you're like oh instead of buying like my you know really cheap carrots from Aldi I'm gonna buy carrots from the farmer farmer down the road that are like four times the price or you know um or to even have the time to think about that for that to even be something on
1: your mind instead of just like how am I going to get food on the table like
0: exactly is a
1: huge thing
0: which is another reason why shaming people for their diets or the lifestyle that they need the things that they need to continue their current lifestyle like isn't really effective in making the environmental movement more inclusive because actually you're ruling out people on lower incomes and the disabled community
1: yeah
0: yeah Oh man. definitely oh dear <laughs> um, okay and I mean I guess we've discussed this a bit now well actually quite a lot so the climate movement needs to work on their like exclusivity and mm-hmm. we've kind of just discussed like how we could work or oh, actually we have kind of just ranted about the problem um, do <laughs> yeah, <we> have... <laughs> yeah, let's get on to the, the positive side do we have solutions like how could we work on this
1: I think we definitely can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm now worried. That I'm so I'm so pro the climate movement. Oh, I believe you. I know you are. Um, so, yeah, I think for everything we just covered, the main thing mm-hmm. is just, like, yeah, education. Yeah. Remember that not everyone can do these things. Mm-hmm. And then, and focusing on the top. Mm-hmm. Um, and then maybe on a more practical side, like, protest themselves. Mm-hmm. Just making sure they're accessible to disabled people.
0: Yeah. So,
1: like... I think COVID's helped with this a lot like and the week of action itself like that's online
0: Mm -hmm.
1: valuing online protest
0: yeah
1: and like and yeah yeah which is super important and obviously like the best way disabled people can get involved
0: a lot Mm -hmm. of the time and I think also well obviously COVID is a terrible situation but a positive that we can take from it is actually the way that things have moved online so Transition Edinburgh they host um, they jointly host a lot of webinars on various issues to do with climate change and then like workshops so they use Zoom as like a platform to do like the webinar and then we go into breakout rooms and have discussions and workshop ideas and and we had a discussion in one of the webinars and it was saying like what did people feel about the fact that things were online more aside from COVID, like how did people feel about that? And they were saying for so many reasons, it was better. So obviously accessibility issues, like if you're in a venue that could be, might not be an accessible venue because so many venues aren't, but then also in terms of like, there were people from a much wider range of areas, like there was someone in Finland and we're enabling way more people to have a say in, in our ideas and contribute and, that opens up doors but also say if someone couldn't afford to get the bus into town for the event that day or that's them excluded from the conversation so the only people within that conversation if you were doing it in person is the people who have the time in the evening to travel to and from a place don't have to look after like a kid or or have babysitters or yeah have the money to get a train fare in or have a car or however they were getting can pay for parking like there's so many other factors that are involved and yeah. um, so having online webinars that's actually made it so much accessible to so many more groups but one of the main groups that are negatively impacted are I suppose older yeah. generations who struggle with technology. the tech side of things but having said that a lot of people on the webinars have been like obviously people that didn't grow up with technology like easily available yeah. so and I also think
1: it's about like having a combination isn't it like true. online and because like right now it's a unique time where we don't have a choice True. but like say when more like traditional physical protests are happening again mm-hmm. I know some have happened anyway this year yeah um, it's like communicate like still having an online element at the same time yeah um, and then even like I don't know like having signers yes sign what language is- interpreters that sounds right I don't know I'm not I don't know why that's just gone from my head but we know um, what I mean yes okay. <laughs> having having true. them at a protest so people who are mm. deaf or hard of hearing know what's going on that's true um, yeah like so there's so many things the climate movement could do yeah um that like that could
0: be accessible true. yeah I hadn't thought of that because yeah like say you're chanting or having speeches at a protest like yeah um, yeah. There was a
1: really nice moment at um, one of the Black Lives Matter protests mm. sometime in summer. Of mm. um, just, like, a whole group of disabled activists doing, like, a signed chant. Oh, um, wow. And Gosh. Like, I, I think things like that are just really important.
0: To True. Think, including everyone. Yeah. Wow, I, I love that story.
1: Yeah, my yeah, language interpreter. That is what you it is. You got it. Okay, cool. Amazing.
0: Get, cool. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, another question, what would you like to see from a Justin green recovery for the disabled and chronically ill community? We have kind of touched on it already. yeah, I, suppose, but yeah. No, that's like, I feel like that's a big question
1: because I was looking <laughs> through all the points and it's like mm. incredible. Like I think everything they're asking for is, oh. I think it, it covers a lot more than I expected. Oh good. And, and it's a lot more like, I don't know, like even more progressive than I would have hoped for like oh. such a big movement. Um, That's
0: awesome. I'm
1: glad. But yeah, I have I have more notes for each point. <laughs> yeah. No. Go on. Yeah. So, like, in terms of public services for people not profit, mm-hmm. that like, that in itself will just benefit disabled people hugely. Like the NHS. True. Yeah. Um, is so important to mm-hmm. us.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and we'd be very at risk without it. Yeah. Um, I know the drugs I'm on cost far more than I could afford. Yeah. Um, and if I didn't have those, I would not be able to work or mm-hmm. able to do anything.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Gosh. and I guess, yeah, just like putting more money into public services, like schools true. are really inaccessible for most disabled kids. Yeah. And like, even the ones that have, um, support resources aren't doing like as well as they could be. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's like housing, true. building it, f- accessible housing
0: that's mm-hmm. affordable yeah really never thought about yeah that's that's something that I was thinking like as we as we design new houses and I know that lots of houses now are being designed with solar panels um Mm. and things like that to make them more eco-friendly but yeah considering the disabled community when designing houses would be
1: yeah yeah sorry that wasn't very linked to like the green part of Justin Green
0: but no no, no, no that's fine no but public <laughs> services that's so important and it's just obviously this is all yeah. quite idealistic this is just basically a proposal I suppose for the government but we're pushing for it and if they can take some of these things that we've emphasized as important yeah. and try and translate that into policy that would be yeah. amazing but yeah okay that's cool um yeah did you have any thoughts yes. on the other points
1: um <laughs> yeah well like redistributing wealth
0: mm-hmm. is
1: absolutely needed um yeah because i know this isn't like focused on recovery from covid the mm. covid recession yeah um like i think disabled people have been hit the hardest or are one of the groups that have been hit the hardest by covid yeah um both in terms of like covid itself and the economic side um mm.
0: right is that because people lots of people who have disabilities if they were a key worker before they're far more vulnerable um to getting covid that kind of thing so that would that would affect their ability to work I suppose
1: yeah a lot of shielders I don't know yeah I'm not I didn't have to shield I'm just moderate risk but um I suppose they're probably like either had to quit their jobs or just been putting themselves at risk yeah every day true <laughs> and that's absolutely not ideal
0: <laughs> yeah um
1: I think yeah making jobs more accessible
0: mm-hmm.
1: in general and having disability support from the government be enough to really live
0: mm-hmm.
1: and not be as hard to get and as harmful as it, a process as it
0: can be true yeah no that's a very good point yeah.
1: <laughs> It's such a like, thorough list that I don't think I have a lot to add. I just think every Aww. point of the Just Green Recovery yeah. will naturally help disabled people.
0: Yeah, because it's all about people. Exactly, than, like, it profit. <laughs> exactly, people, not profit. So yeah. it hopefully, that's the goal for it to help yeah. everyone. Just make the whole of the country just better. This is yeah. Scotland, yes, as well. So I don't know. Hopefully, Scotland could then be. I mean, it would just be an ideal situation if Scotland yeah. managed to have a just and green recovery, and then the rest of the the world, or the rest of the UK, or even yeah. just any other countries could, yeah, could take a bit from that, and we can all just help each other because it's in everyone's interest to work towards this. Really, yes. like, I
1: don't yeah, know. like yeah, the last point about like across borders, I think, is really important because mm. because cl- climate change will hit most the most vulnerable parts of the world first true which will of course include disabled people
0: yeah
1: um oh yeah that was one thing i I don't know if that's really a point about what to see from it but just like another reason that this idea will help is people often talk about like leaving places when they get dangerous from like climate change or like fleeing the country Yeah, like people were talking about fleeing if Trump won. I know for disabled people, like, moving countries isn't as simple as it is for able-bodied people. That is true. Um, A lot of countries have really strict rules on Mm -hmm. citizenship that just don't include people with pre-existing
0: conditions. Gosh, yeah. Um, That's a really good point. And again, like, trying to get healthcare is just super hard. Exactly. Um, I mean, that really highlights how... How lucky we are in the UK to have the NHS. Like it's it's such an amazing thing. But then, the fact that still it's just facing cuts again, and it's like, how do we not appreciate this yet? They literally (laughs) just, oh my god, saved our lives. Yeah. And we're still, and they're still. Don't even get me started. But um, that's that's a very good point. I mean, even if you look at refugees and asylum seekers, and like the. The images that we see of that in order to get to that stage you probably most people probably are able-bodied my last question is kind of two questions I was going to go pretty idealistic and say paint a picture a brief picture of your ideal society and what it would include but then well, I'd like to say I thought of this, but my friend, when giving me feedback on the question, thought of this. If you could implement one policy for an ideal society, so let's come up with some practical solutions or a practical solutions. What would you implement and why? So you can answer any any of that. Yeah, big
1: questions, hard mm, questions. True. Yeah. Um, I think in terms of policy, mm. like it's not super related to the the green side of Justin Green again. But yeah. the disability side would be, not, I don't know how to phrase it correctly, but basically, like the way that disability, like PIP payments and disability living allowance works. Mm-hmm. Uh, disabled people can't currently get married in the UK without losing some of their benefits, God. which means there is no marriage equality until that is changed. <laughs> um, That's ridiculous. So I think, yeah, I guess one policy change would be just improving that setup so mm. that that doesn't happen. And also just increasing the amount in general, which yeah. I've already kind of
0: mentioned, so that it's actually yeah. livable. Um, Gosh. That's, it's really shocking that you're at a disadvantage if you're a disabled person who gets married. Yeah.
1: It just That's... doesn't make
0: sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's so is completely that... unfair. Yeah. And it's really weird because obviously we talk so much about equal marriage Um, Mm. in terms of sexuality which is super important but then the fact that that I've literally honestly never heard that conversation even Mm. about marriage equality for disabled people I I just assumed yeah you would just assume (laughs) yeah
1: I didn't know until this year but um since I've been getting like more and more involved in the disabled community and making more disabled friends yeah which has been amazing um I also now have disabled friends in relationships who can't get married because gosh. they can't afford to live if they get married wow so is um, that? it's also even living together like a lot of couples can't move in because they again would lose some of their
0: uh, benefits god that's really bad it's awful that yeah that would be a good thing to change then
1: yeah
0: gosh sort that's... out yeah the,
1: a benefit system, and also yeah. on a social side, we need yeah. to stop this like assumption that people are mm-hmm. benefit frauds, that's far too common a concept in England, especially.
0: Yeah, true. And then yeah, it, just, it doesn't, oh happen. man, I don't want to rant too much, but then also, <laughs> it's like so many people are involved in like actual fraud, like high or like tax <laughs> yeah. evasion or something, and it's just it's like it's not a
1: good enough system for people to want to. Scam yeah. it to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's funny. I would yeah. change that. Marriage that's equality, a, Yeah, so my can get married.
0: Exactly. That's just. I can't believe that wasn't a thing. That's really mm. awful. Um, yeah, but we had some good chat. Um, we did, and I feel like I learned a lot from that conversation. And I think it's really important to just make sure that the climate movement is including disabled people because even within marginalized groups in society I feel like disability is something that's really not discussed that much like even especially since the Black Lives Matter movement there has been more conversation about um like ethnic minorities social issues yeah yeah exactly and
1: sexuality and all of these other things I think have come a bit more to the forefront which they needed to
0: yeah exactly
1: there's a nice cheesy phrase that's like disability is the forgotten d in diversity (laughs) oh which it really is
0: yeah
1: Um, most people don't even know that ableism is a thing or like a word
0: yeah yeah we all partake in it really a lot of the time without realizing that's really interesting yeah thank you so much this has been so educational and nice thank to you chat. for having me again oh no you're <laughs> so welcome and it's nice, it, I also
1: like want to learn a lot more about the climate movement and oh. it's nice reading about the justin green recovery because I am actually in England not Scotland <laughs> yeah and I, w- exactly. I need to find out if England is doing anything like this
0: because yeah true it's super important yeah I don't know <laughs> god i don't know what the (laughs) situation is in in england i'm i'm frankly quite glad to have have nicola in charge right now Um, maybe i'll move move to edinburgh join transition edinburgh no really it's great i I love it here (laughs) (laughs) serious considerations scotland
1: or new zealand i think half of all of england is
0: considering Uh, that right now yeah true (laughs) new zealand really does seem amazing it does it's just, it's just so far it's quite far. So far away Scotland's just literally just next door yeah and you're just, there I'm I'm there yeah exactly and <laughs> um, transition Edinburgh and Friends of the Earth Scotland and all the cool people who've organized this justin Green yeah. recovery um it's really cool I will put your website information on our the little description of this podcast and also. I'll probably do a little write-up well I noticed something on your website that you do where you do like a description say you have a picture you do a description oh, on Instagram I think it is yeah um and so I'm thinking because this is an audio thing I should have yes. like the script of what we transcription yeah um, Yeah, do that make yeah it as, accessible as you can making it more accessible and yeah hopefully we'll be able to do up our our website to make it a bit more accessible as yeah. well it's in the process of being edited (laughs) (laughs) so it takes
1: a lot ours isn't there yet we're still very much working on trying to make double
0: no your website website. is beautiful everyone should look at your (laughs) website it's so thank you visually pleasing like yeah it's really colorful and beautiful artwork i love it so that was my chat with the incredibly inspiring emily simmons from double please go and look at their website their instagram their facebook and learn a little bit more about ableism um, and maybe start thinking about ableism and the way it intersects in, with the climate movement or what we can do within the climate movement to ensure we're more inclusive so if you have any thoughts on the subject feel free to email me my email will be in the description um, but for now this has been climate emergency thank you for listening